Welcome to episode 10, The Coin, Black History on the Other Side podcast, hosted by Brittany Wilkins. First and foremost, I would like to say thank you for those listening and being tuned into the podcast. In episode five, we honored Dr. Ivan Van Sertema discussing his literary work, They Came Before Columbus, African Presence in Ancient America. His contributions to the field of African studies has enabled us to see African people in a different light. During episode five, I promise Based upon the feedback and number of downloads, I will follow up and do a part two. Thank you for holding me accountable. In today's show, we'll discuss a brief account of the Mariner Prince of Mali. Have you ever envisioned what the world is like in other parts of the country outside of where you live? Wondering if the grass is greener. There must have been something that inspired the king of Mali to set out on his expedition across the sea. The king had dreamed to explore the depths of the sea. The seed had been planted well before he acquired the kingdom, as he was told stories of how the sea was where the world began and ended. The king's great boat building operation began with two master and supply boats being built. Phase one on the expedition, none of the boats returned but one, giving the king word about the expedition and the strong currents of the sea. This was the turning point for the king of Mali. The king's whole empire prioritized this project above all affairs. Phase two of the expedition, he set out to lead the voyage as commander. In 1311, he conferred his power to his brother, Konkan Musa, who became governor of North Africa. The rest is history, as the king of Mali never returned as he ventured out on his lifelong adventure of exploring the sea. But before the Mayflower arrived on the coast of Africa, this brief account does show or the picture that Dr. Van Cernema was trying to paint that many Africans had already ventured out across the coast. His work further showcases that African people were in positions of great power and royalty the intellect of Africans' ingenuity in building ships, the mass production of 200 boats is no easy feat. The use of science and geography in learning how to navigate the seas. And we learn the origin of Mesamusa's rise to power in the kingdom. But also we see undocumented history leaves a void No historian can write without the account of the storyteller. And as you read this part of the story in Dr. Van Sertema's book, a few other things stood out to me about the King of Mali in this brief account. 
It was that he had all this prestige, status, power, and wealth. And yet, he was unfulfilled, longing for more in search for something greater in life. Led by his ambition, he thought the sea held the joy he longed for. His story is an ancient lesson for modern times. Because how many of us can relate to his story? While we may not be queens and kings ruling a palace, haven't we at times felt unfulfilled? You just feel like something is missing. And although you have it all and are blessed beyond measure, you are just not content. You begin to search for it, that thing or place. Before you know it, it begins to consume you. The things that used to matter no longer hold any value. In the text it reads, The king could not find peace. He was obsessed by the arrow he had hurled across the spaces of the ocean. What lands would it strike? Where would it fall from its flight to the end of the unknown world? He couldn't think of nothing else. He found no joy in his food, his wives, or his children. No comfort in music or the discourse of gear. He yawned and made impatient signs during the important discussions of affairs of state. This is the moment in history I wish technology existed in having a video production team to document the African voyage across the sea. Learning about the sea inspired the king's ambition to venture out. It excited him. But I wonder, once he got out in the ocean, was it what he dreamed about? Because oftentimes we can work to obtain a goal and bring a dream to fruition to reach that next level, only to realize it's not what we imagine. And I wonder, did he die at the sea or land in another part of the world and begin a new life? In episode 5, I discuss how Spanish and European explorers witnessed seeing Africans in Colombia, Peru, Espanola. Could it be that those on those 200 boats arrived in other places around the world through by the king fulfilling his dream? If you've read, they came before Columbus. Are you convinced Africans were already in America prior to the slave trade. For those of you who don't believe, what evidence, or as we say in today's culture, what receipts would you want to see? Or maybe no receipts, and you take history as face value. Just maybe you would search beyond the sea of your opinion and search the depths of history. We must not only learn history, we must explore history on the other side to see if the grass is truly greener. I believe Dr. Van Sertema's work, you know, gives a foundation to build off for the future, for future work and exploration of the African culture and heritage prior to the transatlantic slave trade. I thank you for listening to today's show. Until my next episode, I leave you with this. We are vessels of speech. We are the repositories which harbor secrets many centuries old. Without us, the names of kings would vanish from oblivion. We are the memory 
of mankind. By the spoken word, we bring to life the deeds and exploits of kings for younger generation. History holds no mystery for us. We teach to the vulgar just as much as we teach to them, as we want to teach to them. For it is we who keep the keys to the twelve doors of Mali. I teach the kings of their ancestors so that the lives of the ancients might serve them as an example. For the world is old, but the future springs from the past. If you have no history, you have no destiny.